Hello, Mary. Happy almost New Year. Oh, my goodness. Baby New Year is ready to push his way right out of of the womb of 2023 and go screaming into 2024. What? What was 2023? How would like was it good? You know, I I mean, I guess for everybody it's a, you know, that's a unique question. I feel like you know, from what I see in, you know, social media whatever, which is all very curated, you know, everyone's kind of in a general malaise for the past however many years. I uh-huh. would say personally, I think that 2023 was a a challenging year, but only because I had to like because of the challenges that I took on versus like challenges right. that I encountered or like, Oh, this was a hard year and terrible things happened. I would say good things happened and I made good things happen. Um, and so for me, I guess in the context of like, if we think about how, you know, 2020, everything kind of went off the rails. And I think I know, I feel like none of us have really gotten back onto rails uh, or onto new rails. I want to believe that personally, I've built some rails in 2023 and I'm hoping to get on them and stay on them in 2024. I feel like 2023 was just like jam packed, which gives it this like chaotic nature and not chaotic in like the same vein as 2022, 2021, 2020, where it was like all sort of the same form of chaos mm-hmm. 2023 was like there's joy there's comedy there's this great thing there's this great thing there's sasha colby sasha colby da, 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 da. Donna to Donna. Uh, there's so much there was just so much it, it when when i stopped to look back at 2023 i'm like wow that happened in 2023 the it, last of us happened in 2023 I mean, it would make sense that there would also be potentially like, uh, you know, things were a bit stopped up for a couple of years and now it's like everything's happening. And, mm. and, and, and this is looking at one lens. I don't even want to talk about like global world. Oh, we don't have to. I, yeah, I don't, this is not the forum to talk about the Middle East. This is all right, Mary. Um, or Ukraine. Or Ukraine yeah. for that matter, or everything else that we don't know about and don't talk about. And that's why, because... Well, you know, the real friends of WeHo also <gasps> happened this year. Oh, you, you wanna, remember that? You want to talk about conflict? Oh, my God. <laughs> Mary, you skied into my fucking back. Oh, I mean, there's now there's a musical of it. No, now, uh, not only did that happen with Gwyneth Paltrow and the ski incident, now there's a musical version of it. I think that is also representative of what 2023 is. I think that is so, like, the aesthetic of of art in 2023 is to make a musical of the Gwyneth Paltrow skiing trial. Uh, I mean, like I'm into it. I'm, I am too. I think it's, you know, I mean, I think, you know, we could, we could go deep and I don't, I'm not qualified enough to look at, you know, the effects of things like TikTok and attention spans and aesthetics and things that people like what humor has turned into and all of that, but all of that informs it, you know, of like, mm. even down to like, yeah, like, I don't know. I and and part of it too is also that I feel like 2023 was the first year I think where I consciously felt old for the first time. Mm. And not that I can't shake that, but it was the first time where I was like not just like physically like, "Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to bed at 9 p.m. Oh, I just want to watch Netflix and bed rot." It was like I don't understand what the kids are saying. I don't know if I have Riz. And I want to know what a skibbity toilet is. And I don't know what these things are. And I am now a generation that doesn't know what the kids are talking about. And I just didn't know that was going to happen. Listen, I'm of the age where if you say Riz, I think of Stalker Channing in Greece. Well, you know, pass it on. Okay. Like, <laughs> pass it on. It sounds peachy. Yeah. Pass it on. When I think of Riz. Not a line from that musical. No, but... not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I want to believe that it's an abbreviation for mozzarella sticks. Oh, Riz. No, Mozzie. Mozzie sticks. Well, I don't, the kids, but the kids, you know, like they might not want to say Mozzie, but they ah, let me get some Riz. And they don't even say sticks. They're just like, let me get an order of Riz. And it oh, doesn't make any shit. sense because Riz is not an abbreviation for mozzarella, but the kids. I don't understand the kids these days. Yeah, I think they understand each other, which is good. Good. Don't talk to me, you know? Well, yeah. I'm get off my lawn. Skied into my fucking back. Yeah. I lost half a day of skiing. Yeah. 
I, I just always think of that line edited into that Chicago number. Um, you skied into my fucking back. Um, <laughs> I always just, I just think that's, if that is not in the fucking musical, then I don't know how else you sing that line. <laughs> so good. Well, uh, Mary, you know, we're here to bring you uh, one final episode of 2023. Kind of looking back at 2023 through the lens of drag and drag race and drag race adjacent things, all of the things that happened in the drag race universe. Uh, and I think we're sort of counting it down. I don't know. It's in sort of a light order. I don't know what's on your list. You don't know what's on mine. I have 10 things, maybe some, you know, honorable mentions. And that's what this episode is going to be. I will just kind of put a little bit of a, of a disclaimer here. Uh, you know, there's things that we missed. I, it's also very subjective. The things that I'm taking with me from 2023 might not be the same things that everybody takes from 2023. And, uh, you know, I think we all reserve the right to just be understanding of that. It doesn't mean anything. Omission is not betrayal here. Yes, I think that, you know, with these lists, it's like you want to be the voice of the people, but you also want to be, oh, but don't forget about this. You also want to be the person who goes, oh, but don't forget about this. So that's what about this? Well, what about this? We're trying to make sure that we ask the question, what about this? Um, So, yeah, there will definitely be be omissions. There will be subjective choices. I have some honorable mentions. I, I ended up just writing it in order of like as the seasons came out this year. Um and I also I also wanted to recognize just as a quick mention because when we talked about doing this episode, you were like, "Yeah, we didn't do like a ton of drag race or a ton of drag seasons this year." And I was like, "Oh, I guess not." And then when I looked back, I was like, "Oh shit, we did so many movies this year." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a lot of movies. Yeah, which I loved. I really loved that journey for us. Yeah, it was. I mean, and because it wasn't just on the on the Matreon feed where we always do a lot of movies, but on the main feed, yeah. Maybe just to, you know, just to remind everybody, because these may not be in our lists, but are certainly there are some highlights from the year for me. But just to remind people on the main feed alone this year, we talked about Center Stage. We talked about Mm. Barbie. We put out our Dirty Dancing episode from the Matreon feed on the main feed one week. Uh We did Ferris Bueller. We did Clueless. Um, we did Sleeping with the Enemy, we did Bram Stoker's Dracula, we did Sleepaway Camp, we did the Buffy episode of Hush, we did uh, Troll 2, Scream 3, The Good Son, you know, just, uh, you know, uh, quite a variety. And then, just in case you're not a Matreon and you love movie reviews, just so you know that on our Patreon, we also this year talked about Peggy Sue Got Married, Eighth Mm. Grade, Dangerous Mm. Minds, Mona mm. Lisa smile. Uh, sideways smile. Yeah, sideways smile. Uh, the Sandlot, Bring It On, The Requin, or at least she doesn't <sighs> go in the water. Uh, we talked about the bear episode of The Fishes. We talked yes. about the Black Mirror episode, Joan is Awful. Uh, she is. And we and I think we actually ended up putting out a song out on the main feed, but we did talk about the Last of Us episode long, long time. So uh. Yeah, that was half of, a, of an only man. Yes. Yeah. So really, like, if you are kind of tired of drag content, uh, just so you know, uh, we're trying to mix bring it Bring it to the runway. We're trying to yeah. bring it to the runway bring and the bring runway. it off the runway sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But speaking of the runway, most of our content today uh, in our discussion here will be about drag race moments maybe for our only marys we're gonna do a non-drag race moment more of like a goal setting kind of looking back episode but for now for our marys out there let's look back let's talk about these memorable moments from 2023 in the drag race universe yeah well you know and listen we can go in whatever order we want nobody has expectations but i i think to your point earlier in the episode i was like oh my god season 15 was yes. the beginning of this year. And so I guess just to kind of start with season 15, one of the things that I loved this year that brought me so much joy uh, in a way that I did not expect was the Daytona Wind 2 challenge. Oh, yeah. I thought that was Tell so funny and so weird. And I know, and I knew what they were doing with the Tim and Eric awesome show. Wow. Great job. Mm, uh, tone. Right. And that one edit where it was like, it had that, that cut of Latrice laughing in the background when one of them goes, get those nuts away from my face. And then it was like, ah-ha! Of, I forgot. Yeah. That made it was me so absurd. It was so absurd and so funny. 
I that challenge, I was like, Drag Race did something weird this week, and it uh-huh. was so good. Oh my god, I love that challenge so much. Um, and I just, I, I just, oh my god, it just made me so happy. It was so fresh for the fifteenth season of a, of a show. For the fifteenth season of a show, absolutely. You know, I think it's worth starting here um, because it's, it. I don't know, it's just so overarching. But one of the best quotes that I feel like just encompasses that time period, uh, besides, you know, the real friends of WeHo, but on the show is Mistress Isabel Brooks, Izzy, um, Isabel. Mm, Izzy Brooks, yeah. <laughs> Isabel. Isabel's quote, you know, I don't want to be at the Sasha Colby meet and greet. It, it, it just had so much power. And it actually, it, it, it named what we were all thinking, what we all saw. And then just colored the rest of the season for me and uh, and and then beyond because she just continued to mother. Well, I think, you know, we we kind of dub season 12 the assassination of season 12. And I think you can just mm. dub season 15 as the Sasha Colby meet and greet because uh. ultimately as great as everybody because there were, you know, in nature, mistress, lots of lots, lots of really talented folks, all of them, obviously. But like it was when you look back at the whole season, it was like this has always been the Sasha Colby meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that there's a Nietzsche stands out there and, and that's great. But like we, uh, Sasha Colby, just somebody uttering her name the season prior. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It was like, Oh, she is one of the few Queens to have established a reputation before on the show before she was actually on the show, you know? Um, I mean, kind of on that thread, it was like, for me, one of the highlights of the season while we're talking about Sasha Colby was that voguing mini challenge. This is a perfect example of like, everybody did a good job and there were really funny Queens and and it's a fun challenge. And then she came out and it was like, Oh my God, everybody knew even RuPaul knew like this is, and then of course, she this fucking her. divided her hair. She counted down yeah. her leg. I mean, yes, it it was it was just and in a mini challenge. It was like right. I have I, I saw more talent in this mini challenge than I've seen from some queens all season, which I know is not fair to other talented queens, but it's just like this is so much talent. It, it just exudes from her i mean it was it was her season you know i know people are gonna be like oh the anitra versus marcia lip sync or the anitra versus sasha lip sync like i i want to hold space for those as honorable mentions but i know that they're gonna that especially anitra versus marcia that that is going to perpetuate forever right because it was just like one of those moments especially when anitra like dives over marcia mm-hmm. um it's Free one Willy. of those lip syncs yeah, yeah from yeah. Um, <laughs> It's one of those lip syncs that, you know, is just to be studied, right? Like uh, uh, Rihanna, Drive, Shut Up a Drive. drive. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, This will be, um, it's, but it's for a newer generation. And I think what I, what I love about that lip sync is that like, Anitra, of course, is incredible, but Marsha, she absolutely keeps up. She, I enjoyed her just as much in that lip sync. And I think that's like also fun. It's like, they both killed it. Like this was this was I mean I love an annihilation but I also love like a fair battle. And that isn't my next moment actually. My next moment is so much smaller. I feel like it's only an all right Mary thing and it's this quote. Why is she standing up Lucy? <laughs> oh. I mean it I think the cast of season 15, they they really did get, I think with someone like Mistress, with Lucy, like they really created some really interesting dynamics. I mean, I think I think Mistress kind of trolling Lucy. I don't know. It was so I couldn't I couldn't it was so funny. It was so great because all Lucy had to do was just relax. Mistress had kid gloves on. Yeah, it rubbed it rubbed some of our listeners the wrong way. Like yeah. people really didn't like that. Yeah, people were like, "What the fuck? Leave her alone! Leave her alone!" And th- th- I mean, which is interesting because Lucy is was so talented. Like she was so great on the season. Um, and let us not forget. Sorry, I'm going to just kind of jump in line here with us another moment here. But I mean, she did give us that song that I feel like 
people were making fun of more than really loving, but then it turned out that people really loved it when they added, you know, lemons verse. But um, oh, uh, this is my other moment. This is my other moment. Again, it's more all right, Mary. Okay, come on, every all the queens, let's say it. Let, Let loose. <laughs> Let loose. <laughs> well, I think like that was I, that wouldn't have taken off if she didn't, you know, mess up the talent show. Like that right. wouldn't that, and that's what gave it its footing to then become something. I mean, mm. the the version with Jan and Lemon, I I got through about forty five percent of that. I was like, this isn't Jan is overhyped. She yeah. needs to let loose a little uh or she needs to tighten up again or something but like enough um yeah i mean i would say while we're talking about lucy i think one of my favorite moments of season 15 i think captures some of the charm of lucy but also just captures just like things i love about season 15 is the lucy versus selena estides kate bush running up that hill lip sync with those <gasps> gloves oh the club the laying of the, the laying gloves. of the gloves <laughs> the fact that lucy was like so just like feeling her oats doing it the fact that it was mm. Kate Bush the fact that Selena was still like I I just that it was sort of like Daytona win too where I was like this whole this plate is so strange of of it's like I went to the buffet and I got a whole bunch of weird disparate things but I love it and mm. um I just I mean you know it also gives me a chance to recognize how much I just loved Selena Estides all season and was oh, a, for sure. just a, a joy um and that quote where she was like uh, where's Zac Efron? <laughs> Boots. Uh, where's Zac Efron? <laughs> Boots. Boots. <laughs> I mean, that, I think, that was like, th- it was like a- Alexis Mateo scratching her finger and all saying, it's crazy, right? Really passed the torch to Selena going, where's Zac Efron? <laughs> Boots. <laughs> I wish I could find it. I just, I think uh, maybe it's... we didn't name it or we deleted it. Oh, I found it. Oh, good. Boots. Oh, it's just boots. Oh, it's just boots. Oh, well, sorry. Um, I have seven of these. This was not funny. Oh, no, not that one. See? We need to rename them because I think this is what I have seven of. It's not funny. Yeah, exactly, Malaysia. It's not funny. It's great. It's not funny. Yeah. I mean, speaking of quotes that we took from that season, we might as well play some of them. Yeah. Just to kind of look back. We have this one, which you did, which was great. What's wrong, Anitra? Uh, what's wrong, Anitra? What's wrong, Anitra? What's wrong, Anitra's sister is this one. Oh, now they ran. Oh, oh shoot. This is... <laughs> now they ran. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, now they ran. Oh, shoot. Oh, now they ran. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so, you know, uh, the, the season, the season came and went. It was, it, it was really long. I do remember that. It was really long. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And season 16 is going to be really long. Like, that's just, I think that comes with the territory is that these main seasons do, I mean, it, it's months. It's months. We will not be done with season 16 until May. Are you serious? More or less. Yeah, like the beginning of May is when the, the finale will probably happen. Jesus. Yeah. Well. Or, you know, or April, whatever, still, it's December. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, next Friday we start talking about, or that's when it comes out. So next weekend we start talking about Drag Race Season 16. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of like... Candy, candy, wait! Stop. 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 Oh, the stop. Oh, the stop. The quote doesn't so exist. Good. If if Gottmik isn't huddling back into the safe zone and RuPaul isn't saying stop and Candy isn't doing that face with her hand on her chest, then I don't know what that scene is. Oh, God, Gottmik. No, I do love when people say, Candy, Candy, wait, because the res- only response, you have to finish the scene. Mm-hmm. Valerie, stay in the scene. Um, <laughs> Don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me. Yeah. No, you have to say, stop. Yeah, mother does After not play. After somebody says, "Candy, wait," then you say, "Stop." <laughs> yeah, I love that the similar quotes are both with candy queens. Candy, candy, wait, stop, and then mother does not play. That is candy ho. Oh, mother does not play that. Okay, yeah. come on, candy. Very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah, candy is hot. Candy is candente. You know. Mm. Do you have any other moments from seasons fifteen, Mary? 
Um, you know, I think I just want to also recognize how much I enjoyed Love Connie and Love Connie's appearance oh, in the show. She yeah. is a what a what a fun chaos, and and she just like threw so many loops at the queens in that that 50 50 50 whatever that was challenge that she yeah. was in when she was with Mr. Was that Sh- the same episode of Best Supporting Cards? Yes, when Sasha, when Sasha threw her throws cards. The cards. When Sasha yeah. throws her cards because she's with Charo, but oh, with okay. um, Mistress, I remember. Uh, um, Connie being like, uh, "You don't know me at all," and she like picks up the knife. You know, it's like I, it just, it's I just love it, and it just it it all brings me back to when Connie was the mini challenge guest in season eleven, and Akira mm. took off. Okay, <laughs> when Akira takes off in the aerobics mini challenger season eleven is one of the finest moments in Drag Race history. Uh, so good. Well, you know, season 15 was great. Um, you know, it, it then we had All-Stars 8. Well, I think uh, just before we say goodbye to season 15, I think it's only appropriate. Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. Even though season 14, I just think that was let's let's just remember Donna to Donna it brought and us Sasha. In. Yeah. Yeah, that's what brought us, us in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, let's let's talk about I've, I my my list is a little bit shorter for All Stars Eight, but I do have some highlights. Same. Yeah, I I want to start with my favorite moment. I think from All Stars Eight, and it, you're going to be surprised. It's not. It doesn't have anything to do with Jessica Wilde, but she is on my list. But it's when Heidi says, "That's not true, Candy." Oh, that I should have written that down. Absolutely, that's not true, Candy. That's not true. Candy. The drama of that. That's not true, Candy. It's giving the Ellen moment with what's her face. Uh, that's not true, Ellen. Dakota Johnson. Um, yeah. And that that scene, I remember being very impactful because that's when you know Heidi wants to leave. We go backstage, uh, you know, back behind the curtain, which we always love seeing when they're not on set uh, with Heidi. We kind of follow her. Oh, when she um, quits and when she when she walks into the light. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I found the clip. I think it's part of a longer clip, but I think it's worth it. It is. Yeah, I think so too. Here we go. Hold on. So which is it? What, what she, is it? What she said was as soon as Jimbo lands on the bottom, I'm gonna send her ass home. I didn't hear that from her. I did not hear Candy say that. I said she is competition. <laughs> not true, Candy. Why you know, th- there's just something so the conflict that we got on All Star Eight All Stars Eight was plentiful. Um, but I thought this drama, this drama was interesting because it created another topic that we talked about a lot. We discussed this idea of retroactive storytelling and this trend now that's happening on Drag Race where kind of like the Rue Gretz uh, series by Katya, where it's just like, oh, well, I'm going to tell you how it really happened. And it might be an unreliable narrator. Who knows? It allows you to kind of stay in the conversation longer. You know, Heidi quit. Maybe she had regrets that she quit. Who knows? Maybe she didn't. She quit for her own personal reasons. Um, But then went on, you know, on her Patreon, she was going to spill the tea. And, you know, all this stuff kept happening. And then she had the fleshlight, all of this stuff. I just thought uh, this moment was kind of the start of that, which is like, that's not true, Candy. Well, and and I, yeah, uh, it started a whole, a whole kind of a wave of stuff. And the way that she like stormed out of the room. I, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I gotta go. I gotta yeah. go. Like that is just such art. And like, I also want to remember while we're talking about uh, Heidi, when um, RuPaul goes, welcome queens. And Heidi goes, hi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, hi. Which I'll have to edit <laughs> in later because, you know, the soundboard's not going to play it if I try to, even if I try to find it. Um, hi. Hi. Welcome, all stars. Based on your uh, and you know, yeah. Alexa starts crying after this. You know, I mean, there was a lot that happened. Uh, People might so. expect we we should have Alexis Michelle on this list, given given the the commentary nuance, nuance, for years. Nuance, nuance. nuance. Yeah. Uh, I would say it was an interesting aspect of the season, but maybe not one of my highlights. Was like Alexis crying all the time. Yeah, I mean, I kind of loved when RuPaul. That was like uh, honorable mention. When RuPaul is like, 
and you, you know, you're just a sensitive soul over here. You know, you've been crying all season. Uh huh. You got the uh, sensitivity about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, that that moment. Where are we where, going? We going right here? Exactly. Exactly. RuPaul yeah. pretending that this is a like untucked kind of because we can see the cameras. Like I just, <laughs> I love the like faux organics of it all. Oh. Where are we going? Come on, guys. Come on, gather yeah. around. We're, we're over here. here. We're over here. It's like. Right, like right, like you'd really shop at Judy's, RuPaul. Come on, <laughs> come on. Whatever. Oh. Um, you know, I think while we're talking about All Stars Eight, I think I do need to name the obvious one of like the impact of Taco Tuesday and that monologue, mm. and I think it also encapsulates like Jessica Wilde because I think for a lot of people, either longtime fans of Jessica or people were just discovering for the first time. I think Jessica was a joy uh, during all stars eight and that taco Tuesday monologue, I think summed it up as perfectly as the Sasha Colby meet and greet describing season 15. Mm -hmm. She found her ETB card and on a taco Tuesday, she never left the car because she loved to celebrate taco Tuesday. She liked the, the soft shell with carne asada. That's her favorite with guacamole. And guacamole is expensive, so she's not gonna live without her car. That was weird for me. And guacamole is expensive, so she's not gonna leave without her car. That was weird for me. Right, um, right. And, and she, 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 she loved you know, the, the way that she does a little stutter and all that. Uh -huh. Her EPT uh -huh. card, I, ETB, yes. whatever it is. Like, yeah, the memes that came out of this. What was the one uh, where you know it's it's her in the sphere? Oh, that's. I mean, I I'll always I'll, I'll I have kind of an idea of like put it in the time capsule. <laughs> well, like I was thinking of this year, I have kind of my Mount Rushmore of 2023, but mm -hmm. Jessica is like the Lincoln Monument, except it's the Taco <laughs> Tuesday speech projected on the sphere. In perpetuity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, over and over, over, over and over. Yeah. So yeah, like somebody's Christmas decorations. Uh, yes, just <laughs> staying night. up and blinking. But I will at the end. I'll talk about my Mount Rushmore of 2023. But I have to recognize okay. that Jessica is the Lincoln Monument. You know, in reference to that, she is the Taco Tuesday speech on the sphere. Oh God! And you know, I, I really wanted her to win, and you know, we got a top two of Candy and Jimbo. And what's interesting about All Stars 8 to me is when I think about the winner, oh, oh, right, it was Jimbo. Right. Jimbo won. Mm -hmm. We're glad Jimbo won. Jimbo's very funny. Um, the obviously the the Shirley Temple snatch game, I think, was just a, it kind of was a cultural reset in a way of how to do snatch game. Um, just very absurd, very funny, very meta in itself, because Bowen Yang was obviously mm -hmm. there and just uh, calling out the absurdity. But um but it wasn't Jimbo's season. Does that make sense? I feel like Jimbo was was like great at the competition, but I don't think it was yeah. Jimbo's reality TV season. Right. That was that was Heidi. That was Candy. That was Jessica. That was Alexis. You know. Mm -hmm. um, I think. Meanwhile, it's kind of like All Stars Two. That wasn't Alaska's season. All Stars Two was Alyssa Tatiana. Fifi, yeah. like it was, right. it was all these other things. Right. Coco angrily dancing with a top hat, you know. <laughs> um, uh, oh, oh, this at all piece. this piece, yeah. you know, it was things like that. And meanwhile, Alaska was just like casually killing the competition. Yeah, same with, and yeah, that was Jimbo. Mm -hmm. I don't think Candy was killing the competition. No, um, but you know, she she was also really great TV. So that also kind of was the 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 yang to Jimbo's ying, you mm -hmm. know? And I think kind of in in line with this, one of the other things I loved about All-Stars 8, overall, Lollerie. The Lollerie edit of All-Stars oh. 8 is one of the finest edits a queen has ever gotten on Drag Race. I stand oh. by that. It is it is just an example of getting a, a solid gold edit. She didn't win. Mm. She wasn't like the front runner, but she she got great talking heads. She was very much the commenter, narrator of the season. She robbed Queen. Yep. Robbed Queen. She was funny. She won challenges. She won the fame mm. game. Right. Lala had such a great season and and was a huge, just a joy. Uh, just a and joy. And that look she made. Oh, my God. The oh. white look. Which I think that we may be on an island of two about because I, I fucking, so. the bald with the little drawer liner. Yes. 
Oh, yes. one of my favorite looks of Drag Race. Uh, Her story. It was so and, you know, good. I mean, you know, if I'm going to give the, the, the award of best looks, I'm giving it to Alexis Michelle. Nuance, nuance. Take of course. A drink. Um, but that look was phenomenal. It just tickled something for me. The, the look itself, I just loved. I think what it was, was that dress that she made was kind of like a dress that I would want to make for one of my action figures when I was like a little gay. Oh, like, sure. or a Barbie. Like, that's Paper the kind towels. of... Yes, uh-huh. that's the kind of dress I'd want to make. And then the fact that she's bald, I think she had earrings on, and I love when a queen is bald with uh, earrings on. I love yes. a bald queen. And she looked... It was so simple. And it looked so mm. good. And those legs. Oh, God. I love her. Yeah, no, I... La La Ri, the La La Ri experience. She is a she is a treasure. Yeah, and people will people might forget that she was on All Stars Eight. She was phenomenal. Go back and watch La La yep. Ri's experience because she yeah. actually gives us the literal La La Ri experience in the talent show. Yeah. She kills oh, yeah. that Joan uh, Crawford <gasps> musical uh, with the slaps. Oh, yes, I mean, I would go back to watch All Stars Eight for Jessica and La La like immediately. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, you know, I think. It's worth saying, you know, the Fame Games was such a flop. The Shame Games, uh, yeah. The Shame Games. Just how angry they were at the end of every episode Just, yeah. of Untucked. Right. right. Yeah, all the way at the end, after, like, the van pulls away with the most eliminated, recent eliminated queen, then it was, like, a black screen for five seconds, and it was like, now the Fame Games. Like, you... Like the the skip to the next episode button has already appeared, you know, and it's just like, oh yeah, the flop. Oh now let's God. watch them walk in all of their looks alone, you know. Pissed off, Pissed you know, Darian Lake. Oh, but let's let's give flowers. To oh, Lake, should right? have won like, the Fame Game. I yeah, mean, should have won. She won. she had that one look that I went crazy for. Maybe it was the the black. It was like a reveal from like a wedding dress or something. But she had yes. a, she had some really oh, great. Yes, yeah, she was the divorcee. Yes, yes. And she let's, murdered him. Let's yeah. remember Darian Lake's Billie Eilish look from the first episode. <laughs> no, the no. impact that is one of also no. my favorite looks on Drag Race. No. Yes, no, bury it. Yes, the the uh, the audacity, <laughs> the audacity of hope that she had to wear that look, and I loved it, and I loved it. A brighter day will come. Uh, yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and and let's also recognize, I think, the brief 15 minutes, no pun intended, that not a soaking clock had. <laughs> oh, well, that was my last one. Yeah. That was my last one. And it's worth it's it's worth it having the impact that it had. Not a soaking clock. It was Mary. It it was a a huge boulder in the water. People were like, "All Stars Eight, bleh, bleh, this sucks," bleh. and then all of the, the storytelling at Roscoe's and all that, like all that drama. And then we got this, and we all rallied around it. We were like, "Finally, finally, something we can all celebrate." Like Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, can we just get together with this? And Monica, can you just embrace it because this is gonna be really good yeah. for you? Uh, yeah. Just lean into it. And it was. You don't have to tell us. You don't have to tell us what you were really saying. Right, right. We know. <laughs> I mean, I would say that Not a Soaking Clock kind of took the baton from Let Loose in terms of like, yes. it's not a it's not a good song or a great performance, no. but it is it is no. so singular that it's suddenly great. I, I still hold that one of the best like meme versions of Not a Soaking Clock is when somebody edited out all of the music. Oh, and you just hear like the, the shoes on the floor. The beads, and yeah. yeah. Oh, I love those edits. Yeah. Oh. oh God. And what does she say at the end? She says, um, do you like that daddy? Do you like that daddy? <laughs> oh my God. It's so oh my God. Daddy. <laughs> I mean, no conviction. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the, the conviction of like one of the girls in a one nine hundred ad, you know, one hundred number ad oh, late at night. Yeah, that's what course, I was getting. Yeah. Call uh, me now. Uh, that's I'm right, waiting that's for right, you. Yeah. That's right. So good. Uh, well, you know, All Stars Eight. Uh, we'll see how we'll, we'll see what they do with All Stars Nine. Apparently, All Stars Nine they are keeping everybody. Oh, um, if you remember that rumor, I I uh, I. Don't, but uh, okay. I I guess what I had I heard was they're no longer doing the lipsticks. Like, oh, the, I thought they were going back to All Star Seven format. That was the rumor Willem was perpetuating. That's but, fine know, by me. Yeah, 
Oh no, that is fine by me too. I, I I'm less excited about All Stars Nine as I am about Global All Stars because we get Marina Summers. Well, is that Global All Stars or UK versus the World too? Because I'm, I'm so little... yeah. Now I don't know what the rumors are. But, yeah. Uh, is is that Global All Stars? You know, so who knows? Yeah. Like, what's the difference other than like? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because I know UK versus the World 2 is they're now announcing that. So that's coming. And I think I had heard rumors okay. that Marina was on that. So maybe. Oh, good. Okay. But there is also. I don't like that format at all. I actually don't like the country versus the world format at all. I think yeah. it should just be a global All Stars. I know. And I, I, we'll talk about if we're going to do that season. They're usually shorter seasons. And, and I'm glad yeah. we did the first UK versus the world. But like, we just got to get more selective. There's so many fucking seasons now. Like, we right. just. We have. We just. Yeah, so we'll talk about it. You know, and apparently they just crowned the winner of the latest Italia season. Oh, yeah. The pitchforks are out, so it's a good thing we <gasps> dodged that bullet. Oh, was it not Melissa? It was not. Whoa! I thought she was the front runner. Spoilers. And... Oh, well. Yes. Yeah. It Shh. was not. And Mary, everybody is like, like I'm blocking World of Wonder. Oh, my I'm God. I'm blocking, blocking Drag Race Italia. Wow. Wow. I mean... <laughs> I'm blocking what the you know the the brick house whatever yeah name right that brick shit house that hosts it yeah wow oh I have to read up on that oh I just because I think I had seen the trivia that like Melissa would have been the first black trans woman to win a drag yes. race season so there was like there was yes. that but then but I also in Italy Mary and in Italy right and but then I remember seeing a comment of course on Twitter of like well just wait because drag race Italia pulls some racist shit at the end and I was like no come <laughs> on no no Mary. come on Mary that's Oops. exactly what Oops. happened wow 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 you know and it's like, listen, all those international franchises, I, I'm sure I've heard great things about Germany. Oh, Season France. two of France is supposed to just be, and I've Holland seen, has a moment. Holland, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, even Down Under, I know I've heard Down Under season three was a dud, except for like the queen who fainted, you know? Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Oh, I yeah. think we dodged such a bullet with that season. Oh, good. It was okay. not season two at all. Yeah, no, I would I would go back for France, obviously, and Holland. I would go back to just see, you know, the whole only RuPaul can judge me moment. Yeah, I don't know what that moment is. I saw people mentioning that on Instagram, and I don't know what that moment yeah. is. Yeah. Um Yeah, not sure. Yeah. And yeah. and I I'm curious about Germany. One day I'll I'll just watch some lip syncs or something. Sure. Well, should we leave All Stars 8? Yeah, why don't we uh head across uh the Atlantic and why don't we talk about UK season five? You know, Mary, I don't have much here. It's mostly like us. Sure. Um, Aren't but, we great? Yeah. But, but like, I think what I love the most about 2023 and what we got from UK season five, it was a great cast. I'm going to remember that. But I think what I love the most is Tamara Thomas does anal and all of the like VHS tape covers that people sent in. Tamara Thomas does anal, Mary, is gold <laughs> well it's tomorrow tomorrow thomas loves loves anal. Anal. she yeah, loves she anal. loves it she does she you're not it. wrong you're not she does do it and she loves it that's top <laughs> of my list i just loves i it. love how much she loves anal i just love it she love and i'm so proud of her for just oh yes, owning funny it tomorrow <laughs> oh yes real horny tomorrow um so yes i love tomorrow thomas loves anal and how that extended throughout the season and how mary's joined us on that journey um I, I don't have I guess the other things I could mention from UK. I I think in terms of winners I love. I really enjoyed Ginger Johnson. I think that she's my mm. kind of winner. I thought that quote from Snatch Game where she said um about the, about Jackie Collins. I'm not quite fond. Well, RuPaul, I don't I don't remember what, I don't remember what the line was anymore, but it was so funny. It, and I don't remember it. Uh, maybe I'll edit it in. Jackie Collins is not my favorite person, Ru. But uh and she had that laugh where she says that line of like, actually I'm furious. <laughs> I'm kind of furious, to be honest. <laughs> and I just love that. I love people who like laugh away the rage. And mm. um, yeah. Hello, Jill. Hol- I mean, well, we hello, Jill. Brunch. Yeah. Yeah. Why, hello, Jill. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, was a great, great season. I loved Aunt Mike. Season. I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I didn't think I would love her as much as I did, but she had that, that makeover that I enjoyed so much. Um, mm. And then what I would say is I think one of the crowning achievements of season five of UK is the surprise visits for the top three at the Tic Tac lunches. Oh, such a great change up. Yeah. To that final lap. Oh, not to even mention the, the you know, Ginger Johnson should 
not act like a fierce ass bitch yes. in the music video. Yeah. All of that. The yes. fact that that last episode yes. was so good, and usually that last yeah. episode of a season is kind of a slog. Slog. And I think uh-huh. because of the dynamic between those queens and the new and the things that they brought to the final challenge, it was I I thought one of one of my favorite finale episodes in a while. Um, mm. So yeah, I I I really loved season five of the UK. I don't know, it just it feels like a like a cozy Christmas movie to me, you know. Cozy Christmas, which is very different than the current season of Canada's Drag Race, which is not cozy; it's chaotic. Yes, and and I I guess we I originally had nothing about Dragula on my list. I know we're really just talking about Dragula. Oh, race, I didn't put but, anything from Dragula. Yeah, but just because we've covered Dragula, I'll just say because I would say this season of Dragula is probably not going to end up being one of our favorites and i have a i have some thoughts about dragula we could talk about at some point i don't know sure same yeah i'm just anyway maybe we put it down in the basement until it improves a little bit yes you know i think so but i want to i want to recognize that i think cynthia cynthia doll was a real joy this season and i people love her on reddit and she interacts with folks on the on the subreddit and i think that's really sweet she was a great narrator i loved that meth mom look i can't get can't get over how much that was exactly what i wanted with someone to make me that uncomfortable um it was great so i just wanted to recognize cynthia is a highlight of an otherwise i like the season. floor shows listen i like the floor shows i'm 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 liking kind of that we have the neo type of floor shows we get orgotic type of drag we get blackberry you know there's there's some positive i mean to say nothing of throb zombie who of course I think is performing very very well um so you know uh but yeah you're right you're right yeah. and, and you know i've said it i've said it somewhere before I, I don't know if i said it on here but i do feel like what's changed the vibe is the floor shows it's it's the runway now and it just it just doesn't sit right. I, I mean, I love that they're upping the, the the level of things. I love the idea of like gross, nasty monsters just soiling up that runway, but it changes the vibe too much. I think the the problem we talked about this was that like it was it was better before. So like. And when I say better, I mean sometimes like sometimes things that are expensive are worse. Are worse. Sometimes, Dolores, things that are expensive are worse. Um, I I feel like the being fact a that, bitch is all you have to hold on yeah, to. Sometimes That's being a bitch is worse. And so I just feel like the fact that floor shows in the past felt more dynamic, felt more exciting, often went off campus, all of that. I think mm-hmm. the fact that we're being told this is like, we got the money, we got the meat, we got it. It was all happening this season. And then it was like, Oh, we're just going to stay on this stage the whole time. Like what is it, some COVID thing? Uh, I think it was, yeah, I think it was that. And I mean, like, listen, that Godzilla or monsters challenge, the humongous horrors challenge again, the fact that like they had to stumble around that set and and make a moment out of that, I was like, this is pathetic. Ooh. You got all this money and all you got is the Sayerville players stage, you know, stage Ooh. crew building sets. You know? Well, listen, let's talk about uh, Canada's Drag Race. You know, I, I don't have much to say. It's that one episode w- that is called Save Melinda. My panties right here. And it's when Melinda Verga says, this is Vivian Westwood inspired. I mean, it, it's like it's like candy, candy. Wait, stop. This stop. is Mil- this is Vivian Westwood inspired like inspired the importance of the ellipses you know yes um yes of course i think the opera of aunt linda and the aria of that op- of that episode and then the next uh. week's act one uh you know and i'm trying to show my gratitude i mean just a, a truly wonderful just truly wonderful melinda television. is the moment of 2023 right now so like mm-hmm. if you're collecting all of the moments of 2023, Melinda Verga is like she is on that list. Like she is a moment, the memeification of Melinda, the idea that like everybody counted her out that first episode because you know, she came in looking a little crunchy. Yep. Um but has totally solidified herself as someone that demands a higher booking fee. 
who is uh, who is going to be entertaining and who is going to put oh on a show, God. and that's what a we're looking great for. Night, gonna be nice to people. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I am. I, I'm so it's it feels so good to be in the midst of a like a season like this right now. I'm like, mm. oh, we're in it. We're in the hot tub and it's bubbling, you know, and uh, save Melinda. Save yes. Melinda. Meanwhile, there's like a cold tub of water in the spare bathroom with Dragula that we have to finish next yeah. week. <laughs> um, soon, soon, soon. We got we got time. But um, no, I agree. It's I cold think, blood, by the way. It's, it's cold. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like red food coloring and like, you know, because Dragula, it's like, oh, it's blood. It's like, no, it's not. It's Caro syrup. Um, yeah. You're not scary anymore. I don't feel like you're actually killing the queens. You know what I mean? I remember when I first started watching Dragula and I was like, wow, they just kill them. They just left her in that box. <laughs> you know? Uh they made the yeah, one dressed like the room meat. set. I, yeah. I just, yeah, there's a lot that the, the, the base, the unfinished basement of it all, like, yeah, the porta potty that wasn't a real porta potty. Uh, yeah. All of that. the fact that yeah. oh, the whole show is being filmed in one like sub basement of a Dave and Buster's, you know Complex. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, Canada, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I do have, let's see, one, two, three, four more drag adjacent moments that I wanted to talk about. Take us there. The first one is the Mistress Isabel Brooks versus Bob the Drag Queen um, diss tracks. Oh, I remember when that all came out. Yes. And yeah. we got, imagine me being afraid of Yolanda Salazar, who's afraid of a salad bar. Yeah. I saw that on because uh, people wrote in on Instagram and I was like, oh, I forgot about right. this. That's brilliant. <laughs> but like, that's the kind of post drag race season content we're here for is and i think mistress knows like just fuck around on twitter don't yeah. take it seriously you know yeah don't say no, not at all um i also loved ross matthews eat my ass faggot i mean that was that was such a great moment because it was like everyone kind of whispers to themselves of like all right ross like i mean listen i it's just like what what's what are these what like Carson, I think Carson protect Carson at all costs. I think we all agree that Carson gives great critiques. He's good TV. I love Carson. I think he's a sweetie dotty. I think over the past couple of years, I'm like, Ross, if you could just give an honest actual critique and not like do this, like the thing that Drew Barrymore does on her show now, where she like lays in her guests lap and licks in their ear while she asks them questions, that would be great. <laughs> Well, there's something iconic about Ross Matthews doing that. So sure, I think it just has to keep happening. You know how like we'll we'll drive a joke into the ground, but if you keep going, it kind of resurrects itself. Uh, sure, yeah, I think sure. Ross is just like four feet deep right now, and I just need him to resurrect himself. You know? Yeah, or keep going. I don't know. I'm kind of like just keep going till you get out of the other side. Yeah, just keep digging. Keep wearing your your sparkly track jackets, and you know. Uh, doing that thing of like you know when you know you're at your aunt's house and then you wrap yourself up in her curtain in the living room and it makes you feel like you're a nun and then you start singing that song from the sound of music but you're not good at it that's kind of what you were doing this week listen let's praise that a man like ross matthews is on our tv at all let's we can i can go there oh and listen there. i have been along i was a big fan of ross matthews podcast straight talk with yep. ross for years i love that podcast he was on top model he, yeah i i've yeah. always enjoyed you know i mean I, i've almost always enjoyed my times with ross and that's all i'll say and i um yeah and he has a new podcast now that i'm like trying to give some love to and i'm just like I don't know. I just feel oh, like Ross you know? is kind of taking a page from the RuPaul book where it's like, I can see you crafting a public persona now oh. in a way that is so obvious and like do what you got to do, but like you're not fooling anybody. Oh, I see. Okay. Like we know what's this is who you what's, are. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, Rossipies. Oh, like recipes? Yes, like recipes. It's him and his friend talking about food. And, you know, it's what, not that guy that he was always so mean to on... Mark. No, I think I think he and Mark are, are no longer. I don't think Mark no works for him anymore. Friends. But the thing oh, is, I with see. with recipes, the, the problem is, is when he introduces it, uh, he kind of has the same line in the intro every week. And he hits the he hits the content too hard for me because he goes, um, I call them my recipes. I've cracked the code on how to make 
recipes healthy and good for you. Uh, and I, the way that he like recipes and crack the code is it's, I don't like it. All right. Uh, well, I have, uh, yes, eat my ass faggot. Speaking of recipes. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy that recipe. Yeah. yeah. How many Weight Watchers points is that hole? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so the other one that I have, and I think you love this one, um, cause we also love to resurrect this, but it's the Aja versus Anitra beef. Oh my God. When Aja wrote, I just want to have a conversation. I, I just want to put that on a tote bag, actually a tank top. So bad. I want to put, I just want to have a conversation. Do you have a background in ballroom? You know, <laughs> like maybe on the back, it says, do you have a background in ballroom? And on the front it says, I just want to have a conversation. And I just <laughs> think that is so funny. And I know that she tried to like resurrect that on Twitter and whatnot. And I, it's like, no, I'm so bored of this. I loved it when it was just that stupid screenshot. Yeah. I also love that, that Nietzsche just like left her on red, that there's no reaction there. Never. Um, I also, I also love the spirit in which Aja's trying to like, you know, keep protect a space. Right. There's also that thing that I love about it. That is meaningful for 2023. Um, but yeah, just the pettiness, like, She's just she's performing on a show, girl. It's okay. I think it's the okay. dramatics of like, I'm just trying to protect this art form that mm. I don't, you know, this is community, this, and I, and I get all of that, but like Anitra doing a duck walk on drag race doesn't take away from like what ballroom culture did for like, I don't think so. You know, gay youths yeah. in the eighties. Like don't like yeah. enough. Stop acting like, like Paris duck. is going to burn down just because she walked that fucking duck. Right, right. Uh, well, I love that. Uh, the other one that I that we have to, uh, and for me, I'm this is my top of my list. We could do however many uh, honorable mentions you want, but I fucking loved very Delta. If, if I grabbed your tits, <laughs> if I grabbed your tits at the supermarket, I bet you'd be mad, wouldn't you? That whole moment, we have a whole episode on it. Uh, on the Patreon, Mary's, if you want to listen to it. But that moment was uh, so fucking brilliant. There's, yeah. I, I, we, we analyzed it, why it was, you know, very much like a Mrs. Mrs. Work situation. Um, yeah, so much happened in that short clip. And we weren't meant to see it, but we did. We got we to did. see it. And, and yeah, we could we could go into it here, but we analyzed this clip to an inch of its life. We recognize all the nuances. I think it's professional it might be on our only Mary's level, but oh, uh, just see. search for Delta, but it's uh, cause I think we, that week we did the Delta scene and then there was another thing we did that week. Oh, Mary, we did RuPaul's book announcement. RuPaul's book announcement. Well, well I, I did, did it. it. Uh, and that was also, I think, a significant moment. I mean, I just, I oh, also yeah. love just kind of like as a snapshot of like drag race people in 2023. Here's RuPaul announcing her book in this kind of bizarre, exhausted, well, I did it. You know, trying to, trying to play vulnerability by not having makeup on and being out of drag. Oh, and then here, and we know, and one of the things we, we found was like, that wasn't the first take. Sorry. Right, no, right, 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 right. And we knew it wasn't the first take because she got emotional the first time and then wanted to curate that. And yeah, she yeah. recreated the emotional moment when she started crying and you could tell. You could tell. Uh, and so I think that, and then Delta dawning uh just uh, great moments and her podcast uh, oh. just like blowing up uh you want to see me go off i think you want to see me go off uh, i like mary i just like I, the, yeah the dawning of delta the dawning of sure. delta yeah uh I, I just love it i love this for her i think this is so good and i'm so happy yeah. for her and i want her great to just, perspective yeah oh god what a voice mm -hmm. i mean she let let it let it be known she was the first queen that made me love Drag Race because when mm. I first saw episode season three, episode one, she came down that runway and she said, I, I just feel really good serving Kwanzaa realness. And I just could not get my head around how much I love the expression Kwanzaa realness. I was like, oh, my God. I, I know. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so <laughs> what a campy thing to say. I loved her. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Oh. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that, dude. Putting the shell, putting the little, like, the ornament thing on her boob, pulling Ooh, off her wig. Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> what a goddess. So 
Yes, what a goddess for sure. Um, do you have anything to have add to the list? Do you want to do some honorable mentions? Where are you? Um, I think we've covered most of my honorable mentions. I would say maybe I could, I can, uh, maybe this is more of the, for the Only Marys episode, but I want to just recognize for folks who are listening who are not Patreons, um, and highlights, I think, of things we talked about this this year. I had a lot of fun when we did our favorite TV theme songs episode. I thought that was totally different, and we we covered some brand new categories or, or new you know new grounds. That I thought was really fun. Um, mm. And then I dance of drag race. That's right. going to say. And then I think really probably our apex moment this year, where we really came into our Delta Dawn. Of really fully doing what we're here to do, which is talk about this is what drag we do queens on our own time. Yeah, yeah as right. if they were ants. Um, we on the only Mary's level, we did the ants of drag race, and um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was a, and we didn't plan that. We came with a list, and it turned into oh, yeah. like a, think, yeah. uh, a whole thing. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I thought we were gonna like give examples on the show. And yeah. It just it wasn't that it didn't we just were like we just went we just stimmed out for an hour and uh, it was great well some honorable mentions for me for drag race content uh, obviously rupaul's house tour also came out this year hello um, ad AD. Yeah. hello ad uh which you know i think is notable uh because of how sheltered rupaul is and has been the past three years mm -hmm. so for us to finally go in there and you know um say he loves every single room you know and right there's just uh, something very funny about that yeah um i i also want to remember that this year i think i mentioned it before but was the real friends of weho versus like the 90 minute episodes and you know the change.org petitions and uh you know you took away my 90 minute episodes friends of weho and that being the issue right like people hating that show because they thought that it was that that's the reason why they didn't get their 90 minute episodes. And it was the matter of like, what was it? What did we figure it was like 11 minutes? It's about, yeah. It, it's it. Cause what's so funny about this is everyone's like 90 minute episodes. No, what you're asking for is 59 minutes versus 42 minutes. Right. So right. like, I don't know, for some reason that makes a difference. <laughs> You know, uh, and, you know, and uh, maybe it did for some people. And, but yeah, all of the vitriol went towards Todrick Hall and all his friends. For some reason, Brad Goretzky just came out unscathed. And yeah. to be honest with you, Mary, I don't remember any of the other characters and I'm glad. <laughs> oh, I don't remember any, any, I mean, I barely watched it, but it was, it was such a great flop. It was such a wonderful yeah. flop moment mm -hmm. and how upset people were. Like, not only was it not an interesting show, it was taking up airtime, so to speak, from the thing right. everybody had been excited about. It was such a perfect right. mistake. It was such a perfect uh -huh. fail on MTV's part. Yeah, they had that whole, there was that whole discourse going on online of like, you're taking, you know, the real representation of our community. You don't represent our community. And it's just like, girl, WeHo doesn't represent our community. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and what community? I mean, folks, like, community. they're, yeah, come it's a weird on. Word now. Come on. You, you it's and a weird I word now because we're tearing each other apart within our community, right? Yeah. Like, like it, it, that's why the, the word is a little weird in 2023 because there has been so much vicious inviting. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and I think, and of course, you know, mostly happening online. And so like the, the disconnect. Well, that's the other weird thing about right? it. Right. Yeah. It's also yeah. It hasn't, like, hasn't left the online space. Yeah. yeah. When I think of community, I think of like when you talked about going to townhouse and everybody's talking to each other and hanging sure. out. That's Okay. Gay community, there you go, you know? Right, um, right. People singing in a chorus together. People playing volleyball together. Yep. Yeah, yep. that kind of petty stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that kind of, that right. that's community, you know? Going to a drag race viewing party and everyone having a good time, that's community. But sending death threats, you mm -hmm. know? Like, uh, uh, the fact that that's still fucking happening, uh, I, you know, it's, I, it, it, it's beyond me. Yeah. It's like, why are you watching the show, you sick fuck? Yeah, you death threat sending, bottom shaming, self hating, women despising, faggot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't fight yeah. it. Okay. Stop fighting it. Okay. The calls are coming from inside the house. Right, right. I mean, and not to mention like the really, really weird offline drama going on with Dragula. And Throb and Fantasia and JK and oh my Coco God. Oh, and Plain Jane and like a Mary. 
It's going to spill into 2024. I'll tell you that much. All of that was just so messy. And I really feel like what I've seen about Coco and her kind of response has not been like, oh, it's really hard to keep standing, you girl, you know, and it just well, touches the grass. Here, you know, something's happening, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll hope for the best. Um, all right. Some other honorable, men- honorable mentions. Jinx made her debut on Broadway. That's right. That's right. The the doors that she's opening. Well, I guess you know, lest lest we forget Peppermint a couple years ago. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't want to forget Peppermint. She was in that Go Go's musical. Yeah, here, yeah. Here, think, here is think... time or whatever it was called. What was it called? Uh, head over heels. Head over, head heels. over heels. I think it's Jinx. I think Jinx was like the first NB person, like to star in like a, a main stage show, whereas Peppermint, you know first trans woman which is you know also groundbreaking but you know big deal because it was chicago so yeah I hey i i think that the narrative of i think what's exciting about the narrative of jinx in chicago is that we saw her talk about this in season five like we wow. we yeah. saw her talk about like this is my goal and maybe all the time thought oh she's really talented but there's a big gap between season five of drag race jinx monsoon mm-hmm. and being on broadway and so then for her to make it there and and it and for her to be so good and pe- and so well received, it was like, oh, I love the narrative here. Yeah, that was a big deal. Uh, I, I wrote down Irene the alien because Irene was like just a kind of another little moment in 2023 with the water and then just her behavior online and people wanting her to come back because she had all these fierce looks. Um, just you know, just a little uh, honorable mention to Irene. Uh, we're not allowed to talk. About I was going to say because, I, don't, I can't yeah. say anything because I don't do drag, yeah. so I can't. I'm we not allowed, according to Irene, to talk about anything. Um, the last one is really for me. Um, the last one is Yuha Hamasaki and Lux on the subway. So Lux like, stands up in the subway. There's like this video of her being like, hey, everybody, I just want you all to know. Oh. I just got cast on Chuck Ray season 15. Ah, and no one cares. And then Yuha Hamasaki, <laughs> almost like, I don't know, maybe three months later, uh, does the same thing. I, uh, I kind of remember this. It. Yes, I kind of remember this. Yes, yeah. It's so fucking funny and very Yuha. Uh, and like done with love, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just chef's kiss, very drag. For some reason, what that reminded me of, I don't know, just in terms of like that kind of moment, <clears throat> it just makes me think about, remember that performance of Auntie Chan doing the <clears throat> the, the choral director <gasps> uh, performance and, and someone yells out in the audience and I think it was a Mary. I think they said, oh, that was me who yelled out, come on, Mrs. Chan, which was yes. like, and I just wanted to recognize like that kind of that's community is mrs uh-huh. chan doing that lip sync and everybody just living for it yes yes um well i, I would, oh god go ahead i was gonna say just you know i'd mentioned before my mount rushmore of 2023 yes it's um so while jessica is on the sphere in perpetuity doing the taco tuesday monologue my mount rushmore i think is delta work melinda verga sasha colby and lala ray uh, what a beautiful, beautiful statue. I think it really represents, like, I mean, listen, you could pick so many more, but I just think, and Jessica being her own, Lincoln Monument, I think sure, really. Yeah, across the way. Yeah. yeah right. Really represents for me, um, well, you know, 2023 and like Queens who mm. gave in 2023. Oh, they ate. Ate? They, yeah. they ate? And as the kids say, I'm seated. <laughs> Yes, left no crumbs. Left I am no crumbs. I'm fully, seated. I am fully seated. Fully seated. It's like, oh my god, you like take two seats. Well, the yes, thing is, Mary, say. is you're not supposed to actually like say it out loud. You're only supposed to write it. That's the right. other thing about a lot of this culture, which I also find fascinating. The minute you say it out loud, it becomes cringe. You're actually only supposed to say it online. You're not. It's it, it's not supposed to travel into the real world. Yeah, it's guacamole. When it does, it's just like, oh, yeah. But you you sound like a tryhard, you know. Yeah, it's it's like, oh, yeah. You you took it out of its package, and now it's mushy. Right, right, exactly. I'm seated. Uh, you forgot to water it. Yeah, yeah I'm seated, seated. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, believe me, I will be fully seated for this movie with eight actresses that I love. Yes. Oh, absolutely seated. No crumbs will be left because these queens are going to eat it up. Uh, I can't wait to eat. All right, Marys, let's, let's leave 2023 Drag Race moments there. Obviously, we missed so many, and we want to hear what they are. So if you have any other final thoughts on 2023, please reach out to us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And if you uh, want to hear me talking about more Best Supporting Actresses, I guess I could say that my Mount Rushmore was really also like a BSAs of 2023. Um, but if you want to hear me talk about more Best Supporting Actresses, you could hear me on the Best Supporting Podcast. Uh, you can just all get more of me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including our coverage of what is truly a not-to-be-missed season of Canada's Drag Race. And so much more of what we talked about, all those movies that we talked about, uh, Ants of Drag Race, uh, our, our breakdown of the of the Delta scene, um, all of that at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. I don't know what to kind of leave us on. Um, yeah. Is it, let, is it Let Loose? Is it Goddess by, by, by Sasha? Because oh. I do love that song. Oh, I, I actually do really love that song. I love that song. Uh, like, that's one of the few where I'm like, God damn, that was a great finale number. All right, let's... I was going to maybe suggest Nira Nuff's performance uh, in the Rusical this past week, but no, let's do Goddess, G-O-D-D-S-S. I think as, as representation of the year, I think... You know what I love about watching that clip is that at some point during that performance, it cuts to Carrie Colby jumping and cheering in the audience. Oh, that's and, one of my favorite parts. Yes, that and Aja turning and being wowed by uh, by the Rose reveal during the season nine lip sync are... <laughs> and the audience reaction of Monique Hart, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> Vanjie. Yeah, and Vanjie. Yes. Oh, my God. Or, or you know, uh, what's your name? Um... Oh, what's her name in uh, from uh, season two? Stacey Lane Matthews with her little camera um, mm. resting on her boob. Yeah, I mean, mm. love it. Uh, live finales. All right, Marys. Happy, happy new year. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to kick off next week, just next week, the first episode or two. I, can't, I don't oh, know I don't what know. they're going to show us. Yeah. Um, but the premiere of season 16 of drag race oh man hot scenes cause she's a g-o-d-d-e-s-s that bitch is a goddess g-o-d-d-e-s-s that bitch is a goddess she's not trying to impress she's just being honest g-o-d-d-e-s-s that bitch is a goddess G-O-D-D-E-S-S 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 That bitch is a goddess G-O-D-D-E-S-S That bitch is a goddess She's not trying to impress She's just being honest G-O-D-D-E-S-S That bitch is a goddess